0: Coming to you live on tape on this Thursday, March 16th, 2023. The Broken Helmet back in effect as we have taken a solid, I think, almost five weeks off since our last broadcast where we were getting ready for the Super Bowl. And man, Super Bowl bets, how did those turn out? Disaster! Just free Garbaggio! We take the nothing? Yeah, I know. I'm sorry about that. Actually, I I gave one winner. Chris, did you have any winners? I don't think you did, but I don't remember offhand. No? And the reason that you can't hear him is that it's now saying it's got a poor connection and he just hung up. So. Sure enough, he'll call right back as he is right now, and we'll fire that up. And so, as I was saying, uh, as it just went into complete and utter silence, great for a broadcast, but I'm not starting this bitch over, baby. We're just rolling on the rails. Was, I don't think you had a winner in the Super Bowl, correct? That is where we left. No, no, I did not. Can you hear me now? (laughs) Yes, I can hear you now, sir. Uh, I don't know, I don't know fucking Wi-Fi who knows uh, well yeah. <laughs> everything was going great up until I tossed it to you and then all of a sudden there yeah. was no response and I looked down it says poor connection and I said ah oh, you know what there goes the start of the show but we are yeah. rolling on diesel right now so we are not going to go back in time but yeah I the only thing I gave was the coin toss I think I had heads or tails or something and uh, oh no no I'm sorry I'm sorry I had the doink <laughs> I had the doink. I went with the doink, and the doink actually hit. But nothing else went. Uh, unfortunately for me, I really liked the Eagles in that game. And looking in hindsight, I still can't believe they lost it. Because they were so good in that first half. So good. Get- i shocked. I'm shocked. Completely out out coached in the second half. I mean, it was, you know, for that, you know, swarmy, you know, snot nosed, you know, coach. I-, I just I'm glad that they ended up losing. Right? Because Philadelphia is just awful and I'm glad they didn't win another one because never would have heard the end of it. But um in the same regard, I was betting them because <laughs> the, the gambler and me thought they were good. And then I'm watching that game and then we were at the local bar and grill, left at halftime because it was like, okay. You know, they <laughs> Thought it was that's what every that's what everybody did. I left too. I left the party at halftime. Yeah, I mean we left. Well, we left because we had the kids, right? And uh, obviously the Super Bowl goes really long. Um, but we left primarily to get the kids home, and also, I mean, they were only up ten. That was the one, right? It was up ten, I think, at halftime, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, and I just I thought at the end of the half they could have went and tried after they got the first down to, for a timeout, and they just kind of let the, the the clock end, and it was, I, I, I don't know. It was like they got scared at the end of the first half, which was kind of crazy, because it was like, dude, you guys aren't up that much. And then, sure enough, you know, second half comes around, and it's all Chiefs. It's all Chiefs. And Kadarius Tony, man, as, as a giant fan. That fucking guy, what, what a bum. You know, I mean, he... he, he can't finish any games, and then all of a sudden they call his number in the Super Bowl, and he gets a touchdown. Like what? It was a nice. Tu- it was nice touchdown though, because if you bet him as an anytime touchdown scorer, you came in with some cash. Along with the other guy, that I forgot now. It's been so long. Who was the other uh, wideout that got the touchdown? Do you with, remember offhand uh, for for Kansas City? Kansas City. They ran the same play uh, both sides. Tony. Yeah, Tony. Tony got on the, the right, right? It was called. I think that the play was called Corn Dog, right? It, that was you know a, a media story for like two weeks. I don't think. They I don't read think a story it was... called Corn Dog. Can you fucking believe that? Oh my god. Was fucking... it Ju Was it Juke? <laughs> wasn't Juke <Juju? laughs> No, I don't remember. But uh, whoever caught the the wide receiver that caught it on the left side, I think he was a, another like. Down the totem pole wide out, and that was a, a good hit. But anyway, uh, th- there wasn't even that many good prop bets. I, I guess the I-, I guess Tony for an anytime touchdown. The MVP went to Mahomes. Who cares? I'm uh, looking through all my bets right now. Yeah, there was. It was like chalk. I mean, basically, right? I I mean, it was a a super close spread, and then the underdog won it. Okay. You know, I I mean, I guess if you win Chiefs and the money line, which is like, why wouldn't you do that if you like the Chiefs? But, I mean, there was really nothing crazy out of the ordinary. Um, Yardage-wise, right? Um, I'm trying to think if there was anything out of the norm, and I don't think there was. But I mean, you know, again, we're in the DeLorean here and we're uh we're you know a month out from the Super Bowl so time to uh stop talking about the the Super Bowl if we will and and then move along but uh no no bets for no bets really came in like I said I had the one doink Chris didn't have anything uh the way that I did it I think that left me at my initial uh 10,000 bankroll for the season so I ended up even uh Chris I, I think you were down a little bit I think you were Going into it, about three grand down. I I don't know where you finished. Dropping. I I ended. I was a little under three. I I ended around seven thousand. So yeah, about three I grand mean, the past, in the hole. The past the past three years, I think I won like four thousand. I won five thousand. I won three thousand. So I'm definitely that's my first like down year since you know in a couple of years. So it, this was not a good year for me. Well, you'd like to make those stretch plays with the uh, money line parlays that when they hit, they, you know, they use an accelerant to your bankroll and moves it up. And I mean, you just didn't hit any this year. I didn't, I didn't hit, I didn't hit one of those, which is crazy. I always hit those. Yeah, no, and, and what killed me on the front half of the season is that I was taking the same approach, but a lot of my bets on the front end of the year just didn't come in. And then all of a sudden, about a little bit more than midway through, all of a sudden the teasers that I was doing, which same approach, uh, ended up coming in. So I, you know, I rallied from seven all the way up to about 13 before the Super Bowl, and then I put the 3,000 on the line. So, I, I, was, I was happy with the performance. I mean, I would have liked to, you know, hit all that stuff and, and finish the year up. But, um, yeah, I, again, you know, each year builds on the years past and, you know, obviously take new approaches toward the gambling going forward. It's funny. I was listening to uh, a gambling uh, executive uh, for one of the sportsbooks operators. He was on I, – I heard him on uh, BetQLs all-day streaming programming. And he was saying, you know, basically to the effect of, you know, it's not easy, but if you put your 40 to 50 hours in a week, you know— you can be profitable. It's it's not hard. So It's like hold on. You just said it wasn't easy, and now you're saying it's not hard. Which one is it? But, yeah, right. That's stupid. But I mean, I definitely do think that successful gamblers, and they are successful gamblers out there, have a, a dedicated strategy that I think they follow routinely, um, and they know how to analyze, uh, you know, value and to take advantage of it. And I think that along as we've been doing this over the past what four years now. Um, you know, I think we've gotten better at it. I still think we we hit, you know, swing for the fences a little too much. You know, we don't do straight bets nearly as much. But, um, you know, to each their own. It's all for fun. And I uh, had fun, again, yet doing it here. So, um, with that said, that's it. We're done. Adios. We are done with the 2022 NFL season. Gonzo, see you later. So now we are in the 2023 season. And so let's pick it up. What do you want to talk about? You want to talk about some of the changes that we've seen take place? I'll kick it to you and let you start because I could go one by one down each different facet. But I don't know what might be wetting your beak here. Well, the Colts agreed to terms with Gardner Minshew moments ago. Oh, so Minshew is going to be leaving. So we will start with the quarterbacks. Why don't we do that? Because it's a good place to start because if you want to talk about the NFL, right, there's two things that really lead to the changing of any kind of member club. The quarterback and the, and the coach, right? I mean, those are the two things. Right. Oh, my God. They're showing the replays, by the way. Completely off track, but they're showing the replays of the – we're you know in the middle of the NCAA tournament as we're recording this podcast, and they're showing the Furman-Virginia out-of-bounds play. And it was like, what the hell are you doing? Virginia is a horrendous, horrendous tournament team. They're awful. Weren't they the one seed that lost like four years ago, five years ago? No, I lost you again. Your internet is terrible. But anyway, as I was talking to my brother, um, I lost him. But I'm pretty sure that Virginia was the one seed that punched out, I think, four or five years ago versus the 16. It was all over the place. And they lost again to Furman because they couldn't throw the goddamn ball in bounds. And sure enough, they, they threw it to Furman. Furman gets the bucket, goes up, and then uh, I you know Virginia lets one fly at the very end of the game, and it doesn't go in. So Virginia once again uh, is a letdown. I, I was saying, Chris, wasn't is it wasn't Virginia the one seed, or were they a two seed, or were they a one and a two seed, and they both lost, and now they're a four seed and they're lost. They're a terrible today tournament is, team. Today is the four-year anniversary when we were all in the Bahamas for my bachelor party, that, no, five-year anniversary, that uh, they lost to UMBC as the number one seed. As the seed. one seed, the, right? The only team in the history of the NCAA March Madness Tournament to lose uh, as a one seed. And I think a year or two before that, they were a two seed and they lost. Yeah, that's what me and Rocky were talking about today. They, they are the kings of losing. Yeah, they're just a terrible, probably the worst tournament team in all of college basketball. But anyway, it's, they have it's, that. It's wild. Yeah, they it's have that. Wild. They have that up on the on the screen, and so uh, that was happening today. So live on tape, as we say. Um, so anyway, the quarterbacks, like we were saying, it's quarterbacks and, and coaches, and everything kind of feeds from there. So you you had said Minshew. That's that's kind of funny that Minshew gets out of there. Now where did he go? He went from the Eagles to. The Colts. The Colts. All right, well, the Colts needed a quarterback anyway because they got rid of Ryan. But we'll go down the big the big names. Obviously, the top of the uh, food chain, Tom Brady, he is gonzo, at least for now. Do you think he's coming back or now? He's not coming back. I don't so think so let's, either. Let's just call, call a spade a spade. I don't think so either, but they, I mean, people really were trying to keep that alive. Him to Miami. Uh, which obviously was a story from a year ago, and uh, that, that was botched. They ended up losing picks because of it, because they talked to him, uh, and that obviously had some legs to it, didn't, you know, didn't happen. He ended up going back to Tampa Bay, but I think for now he's done. So Brady led all the big news because he's gone, and that basically was the end of Tampa Bay, because Tampa Bay now has basically, like, jettisoned, you know, Fournette. They brought in Chase Edmonds to replace him. Uh, they kept the wideouts, but then they they they're bringing in Baker Mayfield on a one-year deal. Like that's gonna work yeah, out? Yeah. Why? Come on. Like why Baker Mayfield? <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean Baker May. I didn't think Baker Mayfield was good when he got drafted. You know, well, that's a, bold, that's a bold statement. He's The kid was a Heisman Trophy winner. I, I mean, I, I, I think that some of the – I mean, I have them on tape. I'm, they might still be up on SoundCloud. I doubt it. But, I mean, if we go back to the uh, – I, I, we might have done broadcasting on that draft, but I know for sure I was talking about how I just didn't like the guy. I just didn't think he was a number one pick. I didn't think he was going to be as bad as he was. But, God, after a couple of years, what more do you expect? Right, like, well, wow. yeah. I, I don't know what Tampa is thinking there, but obviously they, they just need somebody. They got nobody right now. You know, it's him and Trask, right? Yeah, I mean, they'll draft somebody. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna draft probably somebody. I would say early, like maybe second round. They're not gonna get the top, but they'll go that early. I don't know. I mean, I think every fucking team that doesn't have a quarterback, you should draft a quarterback every goddamn year. Like, why wouldn't you? If you don't have a quarterback, take one in the fourth round. Take one in the fifth round. Take one in the third round. Like, just keep drafting them. Because if you end up landing on one, right, like, that's what you want. So you've drafted mm-hmm. them. And then if you end up getting, like, one or two that are decent or something, like, you might even be able to trade. I still go back, you know, you think back to when New England uh, drafted Brissett Garoppolo behind Brady. They traded both those guys for picks. Worked out fucking yeah. spectation. Yeah. Oh, my God. I just lost your internet again. I don't know how we're going to do this with your internet keep dropping. But anyway, as I was saying... Um, why not grab quarterbacks and then constantly try to flip them if they turn out for the best? And if you need a quarterback, you're looking for one anyway. So, And I, I think of that as I think of uh, the team that I am a fan of, the New York Giants, as they signed Daniel Jones, which was probably the biggest sign. Well, I shouldn't say that. Let's rewind a little bit. We'll start before that with Derek Carr, because that was really the first domino to go. So, Derek Carr ends uh, bolting from the Raiders, which we all knew, and he ventures over to New Orleans. I I mean, kind of a a curious pick, I guess in the same vein, if you will, as as what do you call it was before he punched out. Oh, my God, he's been gone uh, one year, and I already forgot him. Um, My brother's punching in now? No, now he's punching out. He's full gone out of here. But anyway... um, so, Carr, here he is again. Let's pull him up. This is, like, such a treat for anybody actually listening to the podcast as you keep dropping out and dropping in. Um, but I was talking about... It's not it's not my... It can't, it's got to be your phone, right? I mean, your computer? I, I mean, it, no, it's not. I, I'm just sitting downstairs. I have tons of bars, and it's all good in the hood down here. So, I don't know what it is. So... Well, I just called you, so... W- rather than FaceTime, I'm just calling. I, I don't know what's wrong. My computer's perfect. I mean, my shit, my stuff's perfectly fine. Okay, well, whatever. Uh, I mean, <laughs> move along. Yes. I mean, yeah. This is not what anybody no, wants. On, to- I over. agree with you. I agree with you. I mean, You're all right. over the place. Yeah. Just, That's just, sick. just. Yes, we do. just, we, we, we're not good cu- right now. Just cut. Just. Just cut it and go back. Let's start Your fresh. Your organization's terrible. No, nah, it's too late. We're not committed. I was going through the quarterbacks, and uh, I went through Brady, but then I said the first domino to fall was Derek Carr, right? And so Carr comes in. He a oh, re- fuck Carr. He replaces, you know, Breeze, which is uh, the quarterback. I, and then I couldn't think of Breeze's name. I was like, he's gone one year. I forgot his name already. I have Fucking CTE here. Uh, so anyway, but but Carr leaves you guys, which everybody knew. He goes a curious signing, right? But I mean, I guess he kind of fits that mold. So I mean, if they were looking for somebody that you know, good on short routes, not great on long routes, check down. I mean, that was kind of the last couple of years of Breeze anyway. I said. Over and over and over, the best fit for Derek Carr would have been Sean McVay's system. That system quarterback that doesn't need to do shit other than, you know, throw it to the receivers. That or San Francisco. But he never would have wound up in San Francisco. Well he wasn't gonna go as, to, he wasn't gonna to go to the Rams either, only because I mean he hasn't retired yet, although they're talking about it. But I mean I you know, Stafford's still there. You know Oh no. That's what I I'm, I'm just thinking out loud about quarterback systems and like McVeigh or uh, uh uh oh my god, the coach of San Francisco. Uh, um What are you talking? Shanahan? Shanahan. Shanahan or even Shanahan's, uh, you know, tree in Miami, part of his tree, his family tree, uh, that dude. McDaniels. Don't be, correct me, by the way. He is McDaniels. Mc, that's right. Because I did, cause really, I did yeah. say it was wrong. <laughs> Fucker. Um, so, he could, like, any one of those where it's just kind of a system and you're just you're throwing it to a guy and the guy does the work. Like those, those are the systems he needs. New Orleans is garbage. I mean, they are gar—they're just as bad as the Raiders. the The problem the, is, is that I mean, they they, they kind of have a, a offense now that like kind of stretches the field. I mean, Mike Thomas is the underneath guy for sure, right? But Olave was good going downfield, which is not what Carr does well. <laughs> so. Um, you got Kamara, so sure, Kamara can eat up all the, the shoes. Kamara's not going to play. Uh, well, I mean, we'll see what happens with the with the case. I mean, obviously, it, you know, uh, if you've seen the video, I don't know how he's going to get. There was video on that one, right? I'm not making that up. I did watch video on, on the Kamara fight. Yeah, but you can't. But I might get it, be getting mi- mixed up with uh, Kareem Hunt. But I, I thought I saw a Kamara fight. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I, I mean, it—he's gonna—he's gonna get suspended in some way, shape, or form. But he's gonna play this year. What was the Kareem Hunt video? That was the one where the uh, the the white chick went after oh. him, and then he and then he pushed to the ground and kicked her in the ass, and then they ended up getting rid of him. And I lost your fucking call again. This is like ridiculous. Swear to God, all you're trying to do is do do a a podcast here, and it keeps dropping out. Uh, all right, so anyway, we'll we'll take a pause right now and try to fix this audio, and then come <laughs> like I'm saying, and then we'll just come right back. What a disaster. <laughs> and we're back, hopefully for good. Just did a reboot of the computer, and hopefully we won't lose my brother anymore. Uh so anyway, first, uh, you know, it's the first pod back, so you got to shake off some of the cobwebs. You know get get the uh you know work out all the kinks, you know, stretch out the the, the legs, get everything going so uh and we, we were talking about Carr, who cares? He went to fucking the Saints. I don't think it's going to really amount to anything, at least they'll be in a little bit better place because they'll have a quarterback. I mean, but we've seen Derek Carr, we know who he is. you really know who he is <laughs> it's not you know it's not good <clears throat> yeah, I've talked about him for so long. Princeton beats Arizona. Ouch! What? Oh no! I turned that game off. Yep. Oh my god! They were down ten. Were they not? They were down a bunch. Yeah. They were down like ten when I just turned that yep. off when we started the game when we started this podcast about twenty minutes ago. Holy shit! Arizona. See you later. See Second, you later. Bye bye. Mm-hmm. No soup for you, Princeton. Just taking care of business. Taking care of business. Uh, you know. That guy is a disgrace to the uniform. Arizona they yep. are. I swear to God, you know. I actually can't believe what I just saw. No, I mean it's happened before. We were just talking about a Virginia. They were at 2C, they lost in Princeton, you know. You could be smart and play basketball, go figure. Uh, so anyway, uh, you know, nerding out here. Quarterbacks Geno Smith, he goes back to the Seahawks. You know, nobody thought anything different, right? because they had a successful year they don't need to go out and get another quarterback so they brought him back which mm-hmm. had a good year you know no and then they then we get to the like kind of the meat daniel jones your thoughts i i've talked about this so many times with so many people look the reality is they didn't have enough to sign somebody major right they don't have enough in cap space, there's, there's no point.
1: And there is really nobody.
0: I, I mean, who are you going to go out and get? I mean, I, I well, I'm, no, I'm just, I'm just saying. So like there isn't anybody that it, it, it's not worth spending that much more for somebody unbelievable. Right. And cause there is nobody unbelievable. They need help at, at receiver badly and signing Daniel Jones and, and being able to get out. After two years is, you know, it's a lot of money, but that gives them two years to get a plan in place. Yeah, I, I agree that this is kind of a bridge deal. And I don't, I you know, I still haven't been able to find anyone with our podcast or on the Internet to say whether or not it can be a two year deal. I think it's a three year deal. But no, it's a four-year deal. No, 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 no. I mean to get out of right. Yeah, it's a it's four. Two. It's a four-year deal, but there's always outs, right? So, and they were trying to figure out because when they initially released the, the info, they didn't release enough details to tell if they could get out at two or uh, two or three. So, but whatever. Uh, the fundamental part of it, me as a giant fan, and, and I'm agreeing with your analysis. There is that this is a bridge deal. They're going to give the fans something to cheer about for the next couple of years. Hopefully he's not terrible. And in the meantime, they'll try to figure out, you know, who they're going to put to supplant him. And if he ends up being just fucking great and just has fucking two tit seasons, then they could just re-sign him for an extension. Right. And bring him back. I mean, am I wrong thinking this? Is that big contracts are not that big of a deal unless they're a right? right? Because Correct. if it's a big deal, you can see with all these other quarterbacks who are monsters, they're all renegotiating, well not renegotiating, but they're restructuring their deals, converting salary into signing bonuses so that their team gets more cap room. So when Deshaun Watson signs this big monster deal and everybody's like are you fucking kidding me? Then you just go and look and you're like, "All right, Deshaun Watson converted 44 million of his 2023 cap or his salary into a signing bonus and that cleared out, you know, 35 million in cap space with Cleveland." So signing big deals isn't a problem unless the the quarterback or player ends up sucking. Yes. So I don't really care about the Daniel Jones deal because even at its worst, it's four years. And I think, you know, he'll, they'll be able to get out at two or three and if it works out fantastic to keep him. But that was, uh, that was really the big deal because it's Daniel Jones and he's making a lot of money, but that's going to get jumped, uh, you know, as time goes on. A lot of restructures, you know, Dak Prescott converted money into signing bonus. Tua, they picked up his fifth year. I mean, I guess not shocked, but his brain's kind of mush. I don't – I look, that's not for us to decide or even have an opinion on, but I can't imagine they're not going to have a backup plan in place this year that's better than Teddy Bridgewater or uh, Skyler, whatever his name was. I, I was just surprised because to exercise the fifth-year deal for $23 million when – I, you know, one or two concussions this year might call his career was, I, I don't know, it, it was a little head scratching. I just would have let it play out, but I mean, so be it. Um, and then the rest of this, I mean, it's kind of junk. You know, Darnold goes to do, be a backup out in, in San Fran. Garoppolo is going to go to your team. So I'll hand you the microphone and you can drop it if you like or, you know, tell us what you think. Well, Good thing is is Garoppolo is like a game manager. He pla He's been on a team that McDaniels has coached for, so he kind of knows the system. The bad news is that you know we sign. Uh, uh, what's his name? What's the the receiver's name? Which one? Jacoby My- Myers from from New Jacobi England. Jacoby Myers from New England. So you're bringing over two New England players, but then you're getting rid of his. His safety net in right, Darren and Waller. Waller, and so I guess they have that much more belief in Foster Moreau or somebody else that we don't know about. Unless uh, they just um, don't value the position in the offense. Maybe that could be because Waller did not have a good year. Yeah, and he's banged up. He, you know, to, not not to off track off the quarterbacks, but you know that's a trade that. I don't love nor hate from the Giants. I guess I'd probably be kind of happy as a as a Raider getting a third-round pick for some guy who hasn't played in two years. Yeah. they. I mean, plus it gets that money off the books. They had a pretty big contract on him. Right. No, and he's 31 years old, hasn't really played the past two years, and you guys aren't in a position where, I mean, do you really think you're going to make a push? No. You know, I mean, you got Devonte Adams, which is great. You know, I, maybe he gets you a game here and there, but I, I mean, even his season, I didn't think was super impressive. But again, he was playing with Carr. That's the problem. Is like he, the kid is. I mean, the kid's great. Devonte Adams is, is awesome. But this is the same reason I didn't get a Devonte Adams jersey. Is he's thirty years old? He's he's on the biggest wide receiver contract in the history of the game. And the Raiders aren't going to win with with those pieces in place. No, they're not. And this is how every great wideout always ends his career. I know it's so. It's uh, they he finds a team that gives a massive amount of money, and he plays okay for thirty percent of the year. Right? Yeah. He like he blows up two games. He has four pretty damn good games. And the rest are just like, ah, uh, what am I going to do? I can't, I don't, I'm not playing with anybody. There's nobody here. Yeah, it just ends up being junk. I mean, go through all, you know, like Andre Johnson, Reggie Wayne. I mean, even you know, like the Tory Holtz. I mean, you could go through all kind of recent Ch- Chad cinco Chad Johnson. You know, I you know, even DeAndre Hopkins. You know, kind of falling apart. You know, it's it's just. This is atypical of every single stud wide receiver. They just fall off a cliff at a certain point. Not saying that he did. He had a, he had a way better year than that. I'm just saying. I You know, I, I don't know. I'm not big expectations. So, um. But you got Garoppolo, so you're going to try to make the best of it. You know? Yeah. I, I mean, they, they signed him with a three-year deal, 72 mil. I mean, they're not going to go out and get anybody else. I mean, they let they St- lost. Stidham walk. Which was crazy to me. I don't know. I was so surprised why? that he went to... I don't know why he went to the Broncos. Um, again, I'm, I'm not a, a gigantic Raider fan, not tapped into anything out there. I, you probably would know more than me. But, I mean, you're going to go and you're going to sit behind uh, Russell Wilson rather I than have I a shot to play? I, I think it's crazy, but let I think they're going to let Wilson play it out for, like, the first four to six weeks. And if he sucks, he might get benched. Yeah, I don't know. He can't can't play like he played. If he plays like he played last year, the the new ownership in Denver is just going to say, fuck that. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. I, they're they're married to him. I mean, they they really are married to him. All the stories you read, even the things where he has his own office upstairs on the second floor with the coaches, it was fucking crazy. I, I mean, that's like, that is beyond. And you wonder why you know linemen were blowing up on him during during on the sidelines in the middle of the season. Like, can you see it? The guy's a fucking dick. So, uh, but yeah. So Stidham goes out to the Broncos. You get Garoppolo. Um, other than that, I, I mean, it was like rinky dink. The, the Mike White ends up going from the Jets, where he played okay until he got hurt, down to the Dolphins. I thought that was hysterical. So, Mike White is uh, who's become, I guess, a journeyman at this point. Um, goes down to Miami, where he might play. Like I could completely foresee Mike White playing a game against uh, the, the Jets this year at some point. Yeah. Right. Yep. And then probably throws like for 400 yards and wins by three touchdowns. Oh, shit. I forgot he went to the Dolphins. That's right. He went to the yeah, Dolphins. He went to the Dolphins. So yeah. he might wind up being the starting quarterback for sure. I mean, he could. I mean, they have Bridgewater, then they have Tua, and then they have Mike White. So uh, I don't know how it plays out, but it'll be interesting. I mean, who knows? He get, he get two years, eight million dollars. So good for Mike White getting the eight mil. Uh, and then, you know, I don't know. The only other thing that's worth, I mean, everybody's talking about Jacoby Brissett getting signed for by Washington. And I guess what's interesting to me there is that Taylor, Taylor Heineke, who was not a great quarterback, but was serviceable. He ends up leaving to go down to Atlanta and then they bring in Brissett. I would have rather have had Heineke. Yeah, I'm so confused. So who's going to be the starting quarterback? Sam Howell, the rookie that they drafted out of Carolina, North Carolina last year. Is going to start for Washington. I would imagine. You're not going to start Jacoby Brissett. I mean, maybe he does if, if Howell's just bad. But no, You're I not going to pay that. $8, eight million for a freaking starting quarterback. There's no way. I mean, it's 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 a one year deal, so I, I imagine they'll go to Howell, and if Howell stinks, they'll go to Brissett and be like, ah, you know, I mean, you've been doing this your entire. I mean, we we talked about this in the podcast, right? Jacoby Brissett is probably like the greatest backup quarterback ever. I mean, he's he's just well, Ryan Fitzpatrick's. We talked about this. Fitzpatrick's the greatest backup ever. Uh yeah, it, Fitzpatrick's had higher highs. But for the length of his career, I mean, Brissette has always started everywhere he's went. He's just not good enough to continue starting. (laughs) Nobody likes him. Everybody's like, thanks for the year, dude, but uh, you just don't win games. He doesn't, but he always starts. I mean, he always starts, and you never hear anybody being like, Jacoby Brissette sucks. I'm not a fan of him, but I can't say he sucks. I'm just like, he's not great. He's just like, he's so average. It's Kind of funny, Um, so they they flip flop there and then uh, and then Baker Mayfield and that rounds out all the quarterback stuff. So I, you know, and then obviously the two hot button items, Rogers is coming to the Jets. Am I? Am I wrong? I mean that that has been the worst kept secret ever. Oh my God, who fucking cares? (laughs) Amen, brother. Fucking amen. I'm tired. That's exactly how I feel. It's just like Aaron Rodgers. I'm tired. Just like shut the fuck. Great man. Just either do it or just stop. (laughs) It's like your wife talking about like cleaning the house this weekend or doing something this weekend, but like not mentioning it once, mentioning it like twelve times. It's like ah, we'll just it'll happen. It it'll just happen. Let's just stop talking about it and then just get to it. Let's just do it. And it'll just. And then happen. we can. We just stop. <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. And in the meantime, it's the Jets so turn around and are basically signing, you know, everybody on this wish list. That turns into a story. You know, Rogers tells all the NFL media to kiss his ass and and fuck off. And it was like, oh Jesus, enough. So Rodgers will go to the Jets. Good for the Jets. I think that'll give him a, a a puncher's chance. He's got to stay healthy, uh, way better than, you know, what they had this year in Mike White and, and Zach Wilson. But not a surefire thing. It could go the way that it went with uh, with <laughs> Favre, if you remember that. I was selling Jets tickets at that point, so I remember that season well. But they were like I 7-0. Really- they were like 7-0. and they were undefeated. I'm pretty sure they were 7-0, and and then I, they missed the playoffs because he tore his bicep, and then he was junk. And during that season was also when he was uh, sending dick pics to um, the cowgirl, the, uh, the FSU cowgirl. What the hell was her name? Jen Sturger. Jen Sturger. Nice. Yeah, he was married, and he was sending uh, dick pics to Jen Sturger, who at the time was trying to make a career in the media, and ended up being a, a New York Jets sideline reporter or team reporter or something affiliated with the team. And so he was uh, sending uh, pictures of his hog to her, and then uh, that got blown up. That was after he was out, too. I think he was done uh, being the quarterback. But it's now the Jets are going to sit back and have to see if the same thing plays out. Here we get another legendary Packers quarterback, and he's <laughs> at the end of his career... And Ugh. maybe it works out. Maybe it doesn't. And wh- well, how's, what's what's Robbie thinking about this? What did he say? Oh, so I said uh, Parsons. Parsons was uh, all for it. He was stoked uh, because, I mean, what else they got? They're going to go all in. And, you know, if you get a, a title out of it, congratulations. I mean, that's what everybody wants. So they're in a better position than they were yesterday. So how can you not applaud it? Is, is it a... a future five six seven year move no right you're not this is not drafting you know Patrick Mahomes and getting your next 10 years kind of locked up this is hey we're going to try to get a title here in the next two or three years and hopefully it works out so that was his thoughts which I agree with right I mean you got to be happy as a fan sure what else are you going to do right and the rest of it, like you said, I'm just tired. You know, Pat McAfee, and you know, taking mushrooms on some kind of darkness retreat. I mean, who gives a shit at this point? I mean, Christ, drugs are like so yesterday. Everybody and their brother does them at this point. There's like nothing fascinating about them. I remember going to college and it was like, oh, High Times magazine. This is so cool. We'll read about all these different strands. Now it's like you drive down the fucking road and you just go into a weed factory and you're just like i'll take the this uh white widow uh you know mushroom crunch whatever the hell this is i'll try it out that's the other thing you you, you're out of this at this point but man i'm so jealous dude dude you have got to see the names of some of this weed it is i I, like i can't i can't wait to i i want to go with you so like i can see what it is oh you can't see any of it you can't see oh, any of it. you can No, dude. The The way that it works with legal weed, at least here in Jersey, you, you think that you would go in and it would be like a bar, right? Instead of like taps, there's yeah. just jars of weed in the back. Yeah. And you just say, oh, uh, can I see the White Widow, please? And no. So y- you basically, you walk in, you wait online. If it's a touch one. screen, isn't it? Yeah, it's just you walk in, it's just a touch screen. I mean, the place smells like fucking weed, no doubt. But you just walk in and it's just a big three, well, there's three iPads two on either side so six total and you just walk in and you just move your finger up and down oh, edible flour oil concentrates uh okay this is uh purple uh you know purple captain crunch you know smores okay oh, that, that sounds man. delicious i'll i'll try that I, you know and it's just all different kinds you know do you want a hybrid do you want straight indica do you want sativa no but what but what i'm saying is it, with all these weird names, it, it, and I'm, I'm really out of it, so I don't know, but are they flavored weeds, or are they just named that way? Uh, they're named that way, and then if you read it, it they read kind of like a, 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 if you go to a, a, like a high-end uh, beer bar, right, you know, one of these breweries where they're just like, you know, small hints of oak wood mixed with caramel, you know, and, and it's the same thing. They they say that it's there. I don't know. I, I mean, to me, anytime that I smoke good weed, it always tastes just like great weed. Like, yeah, there's different, like, hints of this, that, and the rest. But, like, I don't know. I'm, like, I'm not tasting chocolate. You know, I'm not tasting oh, okay. marshmallows. I, I mean, I, some people say they do. I think you might with, like, the oil pens, you know, and the oil vapes and the concentrates. gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. Because they yeah. might have other stuff in there. But, uh, you know... I don't know. To me, every time I had, you know, good weed, it always just tastes like good weed, right? Like back in the day, you got kind bud, yeah, no, no, yeah, we got kind bud. Oh, well, kind bud tastes really good. Um, it looks different, yeah. I mean, you'll get the weed that looks purple, and you'll be like, "Holy shit!" But, um, but anyway, yeah, you just pick it um, on the thing, you order it, and they give it to you in like a in a jar, either a glass or a plastic jar, and then you just walk out of the place. You pay them, nice. and, and that's it. But anyway. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Like I said, what city? What cities you have to go to to get it? Uh, the here in North Jersey, the closest one. Well, th- there's more medical ones, but the only recreational one that also has medical is in Rochelle Park. So you got to go, get you got to go past the Garden State Plaza and then flip around and it's on the other side. So nice. and then if you. If you really want to, then you go and you get yourself a medical card because the medical card opens up like the full menu because they don't give the full menu to everybody. They give only, you know, part of the menu to recreational and then the full menu to medical and then medical also gets you half off. So if you really go, then you, you pay 150 bucks online. You have some doctor, you tell them you have headaches. They go, oh, great. You know what would be great for that weed? Here you go. Here's your medical card. <laughs> and then you oh, take okay. your medical card, and then uh, and then you just get half off, and you know opened up to like sour D's and all this other shit. But anyway, where was I? Sour, like? diesel. sour yeah. diesel. Yeah. Can't get sour diesel recreational here in Jersey, but you can get any of your medical. So anyway, like I was saying, that's all Aaron Rodgers and him talking about mushrooms and all the rest of it, which is like, who cares? I'm tired, like you said. Uh, and then Lamar Jackson. I, I mean, collusion. Your thoughts? Why? Who's he gonna? Why? Why is there collusion? Well, that's what, that's what everybody's saying. I'm just throwing it up there for a little piece of conversation. Is it collusion? Are all the NFL teams, all the owners called each other and said, hey, do not give this guy a full guaranteed contract because you're going to upset the Apple car because you know, Haslam asshole did it for uh, Watson and now everybody wants a fully guaranteed contract and we're going to end this right now and we're going to use... Jackson as the uh, you know as the example. Well, that's the never case. Well, there was a. I mean, ever listen. Look at Melvin Gordon. You'll never see another running back sit out like that. No, not Gordon. You're talking about you're you're talking about Le- Le'Veon Bell. Well, then Gordon tried it. Uh, did he? Yeah. When last and year, not, the year before. Yeah, to, when he when he's when they signed him back. When they took him back uh, after missing like four games, remember? Uh, I, I don't remember that one. I, I remember the Bell well because I mean the Le'Veon Bell deal basically changed the entire sh- contract structure for running backs going forward. But you, but but nobody's getting that now. Nobody's getting what? Fifteen million a year. Oh no! It went it went completely downhill because when Le'Veon Bell, what happened was Le'Veon Bell got got franchise twice. And then, you know, waited out a year because he wasn't going to take the D.I. or he got franchised once and didn't get franchised. He played five years, sat the 6-1 out, and then he was terrible in seven. And so then what all of the running backs tried to do after that was renegotiate in their third year so that they didn't get to the fourth year. And so that's what Ezekiel Elliott did and McCaffrey did it. And now all the teams are just like, yeah, no, not a chance. We're going back to the Le'Veon Bell thing. And if you don't want to play that way, then so be it. So this year with quarterback, with with running backs, you've got two in that position. You got Josh Jacobs and you got uh, and you got Saquon Barkley, who are both now right. basically in the Le'Veon Bell camp. And if I was the Giants, I'd do the same thing. I'd franchise them this year, and I think you can franchise them one more, and that's it. Like, why why give him? And that's, you know, that's why nobody cares about running backs. You see Ezekiel Elliott get cut. But um, to go back, Lamar Jackson, collusion, and his contract, I I mean, do you think that he's not signed or traded for at this point? Well, he couldn't be traded, right, because he he signed the non-exclusive. But do you think that he is still, like, a free agent because – people don't want to pay in the guarantee or do you think people just don't value him as a quarterback anyway I don't think he'll ever get what he's looking for because he can't do what all those other teams can do I mean all those other players can do Yes, I agree. Like he he can't he doesn't have that in him to be the undisputed best passer, best rusher combination. Right, they've gotten the best they're going to get out of him. He's yes, already correct. peaked. Right, exactly. And, and so he knows that, and he wants his money. So why do you think all of these NFL mediaites, I like, can't stop talking about it? It's it's pretty crazy to me. Because, because he's the best player left on the market I mean I guess what I'm I'm shocked at though is everybody talking in it's it, I mean it's basically like every I've not heard one NFL media person man woman or child come out and say you know what Lamar Jackson isn't getting the money because he's not worth it None of them has said that. They're like, oh, MVP. He's an MVP a couple of years ago. He's awesome, and, you know, everybody's screwing him. Mm-hmm. That's true. I mean, they, the Ravens drafted him and changed their entire offense. Entire because offense. Of to make him the best he could be. Mm-hmm. And for the past two years, he can't finish a season. He definitely showed he could be that when he was young, and now he's no longer young. I mean, he's still young, but I, I mean, I mean, young in his career, right? He's not. He, yes, he, he's 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 four seasons, five seasons. Yeah, this is seasons, his fifth year. Five, so fifth year, fifth five seasons in, and he ha- he can't finish a season anymore. And he's he's gotten that uh, – uh, what do they call it? That uh, video game – he's a cheat code, video game cheat code, like, out of him that's no longer in him. Oh, I watched him play already, this year. I was not impressed at all. At all. He's got to become a – he's got to become a different pa- – he's got to become a, a passer. He's got to become a pocket passer who's a game manager – who controls the game and and picks and chooses when to do that running better, right? He, he can't just—everybody's always just expecting him to run, and they've defended him so well now that he can't just be that. And look what happens when he does. He gets hurt. Yeah, and, and which is why I was surprised about the Bears trade, which— Um, I mean, we'll take the quarterbacks to the trade and then to the coaches because nobody understands it. I, I thought that Justin Fields, they did some great work with him that he threw up fantastic numbers and if you're a fantasy player. You loved when he went on his tear. However, it wasn't really productive and seeing the trajectory of what, of, Jackson's career and knowing how it's played out for all other running quarterbacks prior like I don't know why you would marry yourself to that and then trade the draft pick unless you just thought that Fields was better than the other guys coming out and it just wasn't worth it. Mm. I really don't know. I I don't I can't figure out for the life of me. Why, um, why, why in God's green earth would they make that trade? Uh, why, why would, why would Carolina trade for that pick? Oh well, I mean, it's. I guess it's bad in in two regards. Well, I mean, if there's no quarterback up there, then good for the Bears for getting more. But I mean, quarterbacks you just don't know about. You really don't. I mean, there there are some that you could say, that like, hey, I just don't think he has it. And, you know, like Josh Allen, I I didn't think had it. I've been wrong on that one. Joe Burrow, everybody and their brother thought he had it. He does. Um, Mahomes, some people thought he had it. Some people didn't. Zach Wilson, it was like mixed, you know, I I mean, who knew? Uh, Mitch Trubisky, they traded, Bears traded up and they whiffed on him. I mean, quarterbacks, you just really don't know until they start playing. Right? And so, I guess you've seen fields, and so you're going to, you're going to take what you know as opposed to the Panthers who are now going to trade because they had nothing. And so they're going to take a swing on one of these guys because I guess they really like the tape of them. I, I don't care about that. Who the fuck is this guy going to throw the ball to? Well, I mean, I, they got rid of DJ Moore, which is funny. Oh, uh, you know, DJ Moore. I, I don't even know what DJ Moore is. Is he good, bad, is, otherwise? No. I, I mean, I don't, you know. I he's think garbage. He, I think he's a He's garbage nah, and he's a, he wanted He's above average. He's an above average wide receiver, right? There's a there's a billion above average wide receivers. Yeah, he's he's just not top he's just not the top tier, right? He's not a game changer. Um you know, he's probably uh, the top tier of the second tier. Um but I know who is he gonna throw to? I don't know. I mean, I you know, do what do they have? Because DJ Moore have- was the only person that I knew on the, on that team, and they got, uh, they name, got a re- rid of- name a receiver, name a receiver on their team. Well, Robbie Anderson got traded before the year ended, and then they just got rid of Moore. So, uh, Carolina Panthers depth Don't look it up. I I don't know it, dude. I don't know it. The Carolina Terrace Panthers at the end of Terrace the- Marshall. Oh, I mean, come on. I mean, at the end of the year, that Panther squad was so shot, right? I mean, you want to talk about that Matt Rule hire? Hire ended up being the worst hire ever, ever. No, not because ever. It, well, I mean, I, I'm being a little what? You know, what about what's his name? That was the worst. The that was the, the the Jacksonville one. That was the worst oh, ever. Urban Meyer, yeah, yeah, for sure. But what's funny about the um? Matt Rule one was that the Giants wanted him. And he took the David Tepper offer, right? David Tepper, you know, multi-billionaire uh, who bought the Panthers. They, he took his monster order for her and then called the Giants and were like, hey, do you want to match it? And the Giants were like, yeah, no, I, we don't pay that for coaches. So go have fun. But the Giants wanted him. And then it was like, God, thank God they didn't get him. Now they ended up doing Joe Judge instead, which was not... Uh, better, but it, ultimately, time landed us with Dable. But to your point, oh poor, poor Joe Judge. He didn't do anything wrong. I well, he just wasn't cut out for the. He wasn't cut out for the job, right? I mean, he, he's a. He probably should have went Where was he going to go? Mississippi State. The, there was a couple of teams that were looking for him to go to college. He'd be great on the college level. That that's where he should be. He shouldn't be up here. He he he's never going to be another head coach. He, I mean, he just was not good. But to your point, Terrence Marshall, uh, Chenault, and uh, Shai Smith are, are the three wide receivers they have uh, up top. Good luck. You know, so uh, yeah, I don't know. They, they got a lot of work to do. So I mean, who knows? Maybe they see a wide receiver that they really want, and they're going to take him with the number one pick. Uh, you never know. But I imagine. It would yeah, be they really are. Like. No, they're going to. They're they're talking about uh, the kid from TCU. They're gonna try if they're gonna keep nah, it, they're you're, gonna try you're you're trade you're trading for a quarterback. I know. They're gonna take the quarterback and then they're gonna try and use some more draft capital to get the that kid. Oh, they're gonna try to move up again some somewhere else? Yeah. I mean That's anyways. what I read. But then I read they were also trying to to shop the first pick. Yeah, I heard that too. Uh, I I went drinking beers with McShane, and and he was talking about how uh, you know something that he had read or heard about them turning around and trying to shop the pick, and it was the same day as the trade. And I said, I, I said, what they're talking about them shopping it already? He said, Yeah. I said, Jesus, I, there's nobody in the draft that you would want to grab that pick, and then all of a sudden think you're going to better yourself by shopping it. I mean, come on, this this draft is is not you know heavy in that regard. There's no player like that. Well, um, there's. There's a Heisman Trophy winner. There's uh, the kid, C.J. Stroud, who's better than Justin Fields. Yeah, but but what I'm saying is that there's no player. Well, number one, if there was a player like that, the Bears would have taken them, right? If, if there was a player like that. Whether it was a quarterback or somebody else, they wouldn't have flipped the pick just because they were like, you know what, we want more picks instead. Like, you're going to take the best player. You know, and insert like a, a top, you know, I don't know, some kind of top prospect that you can remember off the top of your head that was like nobody was messing with him. I mean, there's been a bunch of— Calvin Johnson. Calvin Johnson. Uh, Yeah, Sure, right? There's no Calvin Johnson here. You want to uh, take—Jadavion Clowney, when he first came out of college, Uh, I mean, he was a surefire lock. They thought he was the next Lawrence Taylor. Um, You know, nobody was touching him at anything other than one. Right, and you probably could have flipped a couple of picks if you thought that you could get the first pick and then traded somebody else, and then that person could trade it because somebody will, would want Clowney for something. There's just no Michael Parsons. Right Michael, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, after the fact, uh, you know, I mean, fucking another one the Giants missed on. But anyway, so you know, and and so that's the, that was the big trade out of the deal. And so you know, the Bears, I don't know what they're doing. You saw the linebackers; they ended up signing two on top of that, right? Uh no, I don't remember seeing that. Oh, so you know, they they got rid of Rayquan, Roquan Smith because they didn't want to mm. Oh, I did. They they signed TJ Edwards T. J. and they J. Edwards Tremaine Edmonds and Tremaine Edmonds, right? Yeah. So they yeah. they didn't want to pay they, Roquan Smith. They traded Roquan for those two. For those two, right? And it was like, okay, because they, I mean they paid him not big money, I'm not Roquan money, but uh, I I mean Edmonds I think got a much bigger contract than TJ Edwards, if I'm not mistaken, I'm not. Gonna pull because, it up because yes, he did. He got it, 80 million. Yeah, right. You know, so and I think mm-hmm. Roquan got 100. So, um, and and that's what they're. I guess they're going to like run the ball and play defense, even though they're not going to run the ball because they let David Montgomery go to the Detroit Lions. Detroit. Figure, you know. Yep. So who knows? It'll be interesting to see. But now they got DJ Moore, Chase Claypool, and uh, I don't know. Throw out anybody else. I forgot who they've got out there in uh, other than those two. Um, out in Chicago, but I, you know, I mean, I don't know what they think that they're going to piece together here. But then they trade; they got a draft pick, so that that was the big trade deal of the uh, of the year. Uh, Darnell Mooney, that's right, that's the other one I was thinking of. But um, so they make that trade. As for the Carolina Panthers, who trade up to get one. Maybe it has something to do with their new head coach, and we can rip through the head coaches real quick. Carolina Panthers—they got a new head coach. Like we said, rule out Frank Reich. In he's going to take the head coaching position there. He's a you know quarterback guru, if you will, offensive mind. Uh, people you know like to split credit between him and uh, what's his face down in Jacksonville for the Philadelphia championship. Um, you know, and uh, who was the coach down in uh down in Jacksonville, the one from, uh, I forgot it, Peterson. You know, they they said Peterson was the man, then they said Reich was the man. Reich left. Peterson got blasted, blown out the door. So Carolina gets taken over by Frank Reich. Uh, the Cardinals hired Philadelphia. Speaking of Philadelphia, they're D.C., Jonathan Gannon. So they're going to go defensive behind that. Uh, the Texans hired defensive as well. D- D- Miko Ryans, man. Explain to me how this guy got here. We talked about this. I, I have no, no idea how somebody like that gets. I, it's, it's, I, you defended it a little bit. I said I could coach oh, the freaking San Francisco. But... You did. I said I could coach this, the San Francisco de- defense, and, and they'd still be good. It's not like he had to do much. He said, yo, you guys are really good. Go do your job. And, and they did their job. Yeah, I mean, he just came out of nowhere. And, I mean, they wanted him to have a head coaching job before last year in that champ in, in the uh, the Packers-San Francisco game. People were tweeting about it left and right. D'Amico Ryan's he should get a coaching job next year. He had to wait one more year. But it was like, really? This guy just got here. Just got here. Yeah. And he took over Sala's defense that Sala had envisioned. I, I mean, we'll get to see if he's made of anything down in Houston. Um, but uh, you know, kind of a real head scratcher there. So, um, and I mean, he brings in with him Bobby Slowick, uh, who is San Francisco's passing coordinator. Obviously, worked together out in San Francisco. And then Matt Burke as the defensive coordinator. He was uh, D-line coach uh, out in Arizona. So D'Amico Rines goes to the Texans. Uh, the Colts they fired Reich mid-year. Uh, obviously, trying to tank. I would imagine we talked about that one. Um, I, I didn't, I, I don't know why you would have done that, but they gave it. And what's his face that replaced him went like pretty far in the uh, consideration category. Who was the <laughs> Jeff Saturday? Saturday. I mean, he, he like they kept interviewing him and was like, what are you, you going to do? This guy was terrible. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, you gave him a dumpster fire and he threw gasoline on it. It was like, Jesus Christ. You know, he definitely coached the worst the biggest comeback in NFL history. So <laughs> that's right. you're, you're not going to get a job <laughs> when you give up a 35-point lead. Oh, I'm sorry. Amazing. So Shane Steichen, You could have all, as a coach, you could have been like, listen, guys, here's what we're going to do. We're not going to throw the ball. We're up 35 points. We are going to run every single play. They don't have enough time to catch up. Yeah, it really was amazing. It was amazing, and it was like so late in the year, right? Was it like the next to last week? Yeah, it was like it was like week sixteen or something. Yeah, God, that was crazy. Uh, so, Stitchin comes in, the Philadelphia's offense coordinator. He's going to bring Jim Bob Cooter uh, is uh, back in the foot. He's going to be. He was Jacksonville's passing game coordinator. He's now going to be a full fledged. Uh, offensive coordinator. He, he deserves. He deserves that job. I mean, he everywhere he goes, he's definitely got that offensive mind to him. I guess. I mean, he's been well traveled at this point, right? I mean, from the yeah. because he was uh, where was he Lions. in college? Um, uh, Oklahoma. Yeah, I want to say Oklahoma too. Uh, I I just know that he came from. Uh, let me do it, Wikipedia. I just know that he came from college and when he gets thought, to college, I thought it was Oklahoma. Um uh, he was uh let's see. Uh Colts, Jags, Eagles, Jets, uh, Lions, Lions, Broncos, Chiefs, Colts, Tennessee. Oh, no, he's, he's always been in the pros. I thought he was in I thought he was in uh I thought whatever. he was in college too. Um so but but he had a where was was he uh, maybe it was with the Jets. Oh, he was a running back coach for the Jets. Oh, he was the offensive coordinator for the Lions. So he had an offensive coordinator 16 to 18. Yeah. That was the end of uh, what was that, Jim Caldwell era? That was think the he, end of the Jim I think Caldwell he wound era. Up being like, I think he wound up being the head coach, the intern head coach at some point, too. Uh, was. With- Let's see. I don't, I don't remember, but anyway, uh, so Cooter ends up getting the uh, the offense coordinator gig there, and then that leaves the one final big shit deal, and that was the Broncos getting their man out of retirement one year. Sean Payton gets Bucco Danero to man the ship in Denver. Joe Lombardi is going to be the O.C. Vance Joseph uh, is going to come from Arizona. Obviously, he's not going to be there. Gannon comes there because he was at D.C., so Joseph gets shown the door. And uh, him and Lombardi are going to come from uh, the Chargers and uh, the Cardinals. Join Peyton and see if they can turn things around for a Denver team that had a horrific, horrific uh, 2022. I mean, just not what they planned at all. What are your thoughts of any of those coaches, specifically the Peyton signing? Well, I guess Peyton is assuming, one, that Russell Wilson still has something left in the tank, or he has enough pull to get somebody like a Justin Herbert that's going to become available in like a year. Because that's really who he needs. He needs, like, a Justin Herbert. Well, that's what, I mean, everybody kind of thought there was a shot of him going to, uh, not San Diego, Los Angeles, to be the Chargers coach if they would blow out Staley, especially the way that the Chargers season ended. And then they didn't, right? You know, they they shit can the OC, and then, you know, they they let him have another year, which was like, what? It's really weird. I... I it wasn't a lot. Some of the losses weren't really his fault. I get it, and and Herbert wasn't Herbert after he got after he broke his ribs, right? He, you know, I don't I don't think he ever really healed from it. But that's the type of quarterback he needs. I don't think Peyton's going to win with Wilson. I'm sorry, I don't. Like that team has enough talent. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I was surprised that all of the places he could have went to to pick. Well, yeah, that why one? fucking Denver? I, I don't know. I don't know. He could... He's, like... Like, I, honestly... Probably, probably because they, they would give him the most money, right? I guess. And, and look, I know a lot of people... You know, Peyton Manning went out to Denver, and he's kind of, like, set up shop there, and he's got business opportunities and shit out there. I think it's very kind of friendly for, um, you know, your afterlife, if you will. So, yeah. you know, I, I mean... And they, they paid him, but... I. You know they got a defense. They have a they have a offensive weapons to a certain degree. You know they're talking about flipping Cortland Sutton, but um, I don't know. I just wouldn't have gotten into bed with Russell Wilson because I, I don't think that he's got a lot left.
1: Right? It's not about- like
0: he's coming off a season that you're like, wow, man, that I, I want to coach that guy. No, I mean I would have. You know, you ask me where I want to go, I, I I would take wherever. Aaron Rodgers goes at 38 versus uh, what uh, Russell Wilson at 33. Like, the, it's not even the age thing. I just think he's done. Like, he just hasn't looked good. You know, I, I mean, I guess he thinks that he can work with that and, and do the Drew Brees approach yet again. You know, or maybe he just he just wanted to get out of the booth because he really didn't have a good time doing it. I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of places to go this year. You know, if you wanted to go, you know, anywhere, if it, it, if you could have fired, maybe maybe if Staley got fired, he would have went there. But Staley stays, and then you're looking at the Cardinals, terrible situation, Panthers, terrible situation, Texas. I think he wanted to go to Miami. He really wanted to go to Miami. Well, I mean, you weren't going go to go maybe the year before. Well, yeah, 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 right. The, well, that was the whole fucking Brady deal, right? You know, that. Yeah. that's why they lost the draft pick. But you look, I mean, the jobs this year were not good. You know, I mean, you know, Arizona, Carolina, Houston, and Indianapolis. I, I don't, you know, if I'm a coach and I'm sitting there, I don't want any of those. I mean, they're, those are all projects. Yeah. You know, all projects. I guess the only one is Denver. Now, if you want to look at, like, what could happen the year after or, you know, you could say, uh, you know, I don't know, maybe uh, the Lions. You know, you could have waited and seen how the Lions season played out. You could wait and see how the Cowboys season plays out, right? You could go to Dallas. Dallas was the other place that they were talking about. Right, yeah. but they, they kept McCarthy, you know. But you know, the Lions, Cowboys, they can make coaching changes based on what happens. You know, if the Lions go like zero five, you know, and have to turn it around again. I mean, how long are the Lions going to, you know, stand for that shit? You know, they're going to have to improve on this year. If they take step backs, a step a step back or two, they're going to be like, you know, this whole rah rah garbage doesn't work. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know what other coach. It's tough. It's tough. It's not. I there wasn't. Maybe he just looked at it and was like, "There's not that much opportunity. I might as well take this, take the money where I can get it, and then I can go from here." Yeah, I, I mean, I, I I guess it was it was a curious uh, spot to go, only because, like you said, Wilson was you know uh, did not have a good year, and so no. I don't know what would give you confidence that they could turn it around going forward uh this year, but we'll see. Uh wide receiver's not the big. We talked about DJ Moore. Uh Juju goes to Juju goes to New England who then sends Jacoby Myers out your way. Uh are you happy with the Jacoby Myers signing? He's fine. He's he's, he's just another possession guy like fucking Hunter Renfro is. It's not he's not gonna change the game. He but he he was good. He was fine. He was a – you know, give him targets, he'll get some – he'll catch some balls. Do you want uh, Jacoby Myers at three years, $33 million, or Juju at three years, $25 million? I was shocked that, that Juju didn't go there. I, I don't think Juju's that good. I. Nor was do just I was shocked that the I, – I was shocked the Raiders. You're going to take the younger guy who's not injury-prone, right? Juju's just always – he's just I, – I, He's not what he what he was uh, projected to be. Yeah, and I, I think Jacoby Myers has been good in spots. You know, definitely yeah, fine. you know, has he's a little fine. bit of potential. I, I don't know he's never really done it in a prolonged period of time. Maybe he can do it, you know, out there in in uh, in Las Vegas, especially since you're gonna have Adams on the other side, you know, taking a lot of uh, attention away. So Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, you get the Lazard thing, him going to the Jets, obviously, because they're lining that up for... Where do you think uh, OBJ goes? He's the other guy getting talked about constantly right now. Uh, maybe Dallas. You think? I mean, Dallas has got, right now, they've got CD, they've got, after that, it's, uh, I mean, a whole bunch of nothing, right? I mean, because what's his face blew his knee out, he never really came back. Um. Who was the second uh, wide out for them? Gallup. Gallup. Michael Gallup. Yeah. Um, and so I guess they could use it, but, I mean, does that really help out Dak Prescott? He's I mean, just another possess- – he's a possession guy. I mean, Dak is- Dalton Did Dalton Schultz sign somewhere else? Uh, I don't think so. I haven't checked on any of the, the, the tight ends. The tight end numbers – I mean – didn't they franchise him last year and then sign him to a long deal? I don't remember. Yeah, I, I don't recall that. Yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty sure that that's what happened, but don't call me on that, right? So uh, Gallup, Hilton, CeeDee Lamb, uh, and then Schultz. Uh, let's see. Can I pull up Schultz's contract by clicking on this? I thought he had signed uh, last year, but uh, regardless, whatever. So, uh, you know. And as for what's funny is you forget how much money some of these quarterbacks signed for, and then you look at their, like, restructurings, and (laughs) fucking uh, Dak Prescott just restructured to give some cap room, and I pulled it out here. He restructured, converted $29.2 million of his 2023 salary cap into a signing bonus. Giving Dallas twenty-two million dollars of cap room. That guy, yeah, it's guaranteed. It's guaranteed mil, money. Thirty mil of of his salary, right? Like, so that was going to be his salary, and then he was like, "Yeah, just give it to me as a signing bonus now, guarantee that shit," and then uh, push the rest out. So you know that gets converted and then spread out along the rest of the deal or whatnot. So, but God, I mean, just pulling in thirty million as Dak Prescott for crying out loud, Jesus. Um, yeah, wideouts, nothing other really other than that, you know, Juju, Alan Zard, Myers, you know, there was the trade for DJ Moore, uh, a bunch of one-off signings. And then uh, running backs, I, nobody even cares about it. It, It's kind of fun because some of this, you know, Barkley stays on the tender, uh, Jacob stays on the franchise, I mean, the franchise tag, Tony Pollard stays on the franchise tag. They're all going to get about 11 mil or sorry, 10 mil. Meanwhile, Ezekiel Elliott, who got that monster deal, he just got cut loose. He's out there just floating around. But then you had a little bit of movement, right? Montgomery, he goes to the Lions. What's up with that? What's up with that? Well, I think that uh, David Montgomery is they weren't they didn't they weren't going to sign Jamal Williams.
1: No, and, they let like, him they go. Might, that was
0: the next guy I was going to talk about. Right. So they let him go, and they're like, okay, well, if we're going to let Williams go. Let's take frickin' this guy who was a starting running back in the league for four years, and let's pick him up in case uh, – what's his name? Uh, I don't even remember. The, the dude's really good. Who's the starting DeAndre Swift, man. Right, but the dude can't play. <laughs> I mean, when we were – did you watch uh, – was it this year? Yeah, it was this year, right, with Campbell and uh, – that they did. Yes. Um, whatever that show is, right? Uh, not Inside the Lines. But hard, hard Knocks. Hard Knocks. When they were showing, I mean, and it was uh, who? Do Staley is Deuce Staley their their quarterback guy? Uh, who's their running no. back coach? It's not Do Staley; it's somebody else, right? The guy from New Orleans. Yeah, but regardless, yeah, they, he's like they're, he, they're, he, they're able... you could tell that they they just like you're like I did. Did he call him a pussy at one point? I, I like I thought he just got super mad at him. But he was just like run inside. What are you doing going outside? Um, I can't remember the guy's name. It wasn't Deuce Staley. It was somebody else. It was the guy out in New Orleans. Uh, but anyway, whoever the running back coach is. But you could tell that they didn't like him, and then they go out and they grab Montgomery, and it's like, yeah, you guys definitely want an upgrade in that position, I guess. Yeah, it, DeAndre Swift is great, but he can play like 10 plays a game, and then he gets hurt. So, yeah, and they just didn't like, you know, like he wouldn't run inside. He was always trying to bounce outside. They're like, why did you do that? You know, it was like, it was funny watching Hard Knocks just for that. So Montgomery goes there. Miles Sanders goes to the Panthers. I mean, the Panthers needed something on the field to, to carry the ball or catch the ball. And I guess they went Miles Sanders. Who Yeah, and Sanders was like, fine, I'll, I'll take six million a year. I, I mean, I know I can't. I know I'm not good at football anymore, so like you might as well just give me six million, and and it's, I'll try my hardest. And he just had his best year, really. Like this year, he was yeah. actually pretty good. And then yeah, he played all, he played the whole year. Why wouldn't you want to stay with Philadelphia? I mean, were they just not offering the money at all? I, I think Philly was probably saying to him like, "Look, dude, we're not going to pay you, so you might as well you know go try and find a better deal." Yeah, I, I don't know, and so Sanders goes out to Calif- uh, California, to Carolina, uh, and that was, I, you know, that's basically. There's, you know, Ezekiel Elliott gets cut. Jamal Williams, we said he goes to New Orleans, which is like okay. So he goes to New Orleans. Uh, the, the Buccaneers cut Fournette only to sign Chase Edmonds, who had gotten released by Denver. I, I mean, you know, big name last they just, year. They just, need a, they just need a body there. They just need a body. You know, James Robinson, you know, who was the starter two years ago for Jacksonville. He went to the Jets. Now he's at, at New England, so he stays in the AFC East. Uh, you know, these other guys, I don't know. You know Rashad Penny replaces uh, Sanders. And then uh, I, J.D. McKissick, which was kind of funny. J.D. McKissick, if you remember the story behind that, is that he got signed to Buffalo, and then uh, Washington came over the top and then like gave him more money to stay. And Buffalo was yeah. all pissed off about it. And I was excited about that because McKissick was okay up until last year. And he was like a nice He's- little back. Yeah, because he, he, he had the the migraine problems, I think. I don't know. He had a terrible year, and so they just cut him. So all that shit. Now you know if if uh, Richie, Buffalo Richie, yeah, I gotta wants him, I gotta I gotta start uh, wrapping this no, up. All right, I'm sorry. If Buffalo wanted them you know they can get him right now, which is funny because uh, they just got released by Washington. I don't know if that's a release and then a re-sign, which I doubt, but uh, whatever the case is. So. Um all right so that that's basically the free agent update uh you know free agent coaches you know short version done in a year I hear my yeah. nephew coming in so yeah, I will uh He made it. He made it he he made it up there all right fantastic yeah. so uh with that I'll, uh, I'll I'll let you punch out here and uh and get out of dodge uh if I could just find uh something to uh where is he I can't see him though can I no. Uh, because we're on audio. You can't convert, right? I don't. I, you might be able to. Oh, let's see. Here we go. This is what all the podcasters want to hear. Oh, here we go. Yeah. So we, uh, my nephew has just joined the program. Yo, what's up, Christian? Big brother. Big brother. He probably can't hear any of this because it's on he headphones. Can. But oh, he can. Okay. Hey, what's up, Alyssa? How are you? How you doing? Uh, my sister-in-law Alyssa Eggy joining the program. She is carrying one. She's carrying one. She's got her and another Eggy to be another boy. The name. The name has not been revealed. Although I know what the name is. So, or have you told everybody what the name is? Yeah. Oh, you did. Okay. So Carter Eggy will be the next. Not S. Carter, just straight Carter. So, middle He's name. What was the middle name again? Carter or something. Carter Alexander. Carter Alexander. Carter Alexander. Is that, so. Uncle, is that Uncle Rich? Hey, what's up there, buddy? How are you doing? You doing good? You hear Richie on the headphones? Hear, Uncle impress Uncle all Richard? of your... Hey. Impress your parents by saying Rich. Hi, Uncle Rich. Say hi. Ah. Hi. Hi. Is that another eggy in the phone? Yeah. Well, this is like the first eggy that doesn't like to talk, which is, you know, great. I mean, what's up with you, buddy? You know, you just got to start yapping, 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 yapping. You got to take after your, your your father and me. Although uh, your parents are probably going to enjoy these years when, when you do start, you know, talking nonstop. Yeah. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. All right. This is not what anybody <laughs> and their brother wants to hear, except for us, obviously. Definitely. So, um, all right. I will uh, talk to you guys <sighs> later. Uh, Chris, uh, give me a shout this weekend. Bye, bye, Uncle Richie. And see you later. Ah, yeah. Bye, bye, buddy. All right. See you, Eggy South. And to the rest of the uh, listening crew, we will uh, talk to you shortly with more updates in the offseason. All the best. Enjoy. Peace.